0: a really great future
1: we're talking real money hello and welcome to talking real money i'm don that's tom we're just gonna start like it's all new we're gonna Everyone start all needs over a again fresh start from time and and, to time and and we are here to help you get that fresh financial start just like we are starting the show fresh because we had technical difficulties i don't know what, what kind we of technical difficulties but for some reason everything shut down Everything just shut down. It was the weirdest thing. Tom was disconnected. I was disconnected. The station was disconnected. We all disconnected. So now we're back together again. It's a and- COVID issue. Yeah, I, I, the, the, the Internet caught a cold. Uh, actually, we could probably blame COVID because everybody and their brother is on the Internet all over the country doing pretty much everything on the Internet. Uh, everything. Watching TV on the Internet, yeah, uh, doing I concerts on the night. Internet. Yep. Yeah, yep. We, we all do Internet stuff these days. And um, we are here to actually not do Internet with you, well, unless you're listening to the podcast, where we're, we're going to help you manage money issues, how you buy th- investments how you sell them how you create income from them how you can retire more comfortably how you avoid getting ripped off how you uh keep from getting caught up in some of the stupidity we are going to talk a lot about some of that stupidity today you can call with your questions to 855-935-TALK 855-935-8255 anytime big birthday this weekend too happy if you're listening birthday to,
2: to you Warren Buffett the- Oracle of Omaha turning 90 years young. I mean, he is kind of young still. He's still working. He's eating ice cream every day, hanging out with his grandkids, I think, when I see that. So at any rate, Warren, of course, known as the greatest investor of the, I guess, 20th and 21st century now, right? I mean, have to throw. Me oh, is,
1: too, oh please. Really? Right, never mind. Really? No, but I- no, wait, wait. <laughs> no, I must speak up. I must speak up. Warren Buffett, it. this I re, this is a point I'd really like to make before you go on to your other stuff. The greatest investor, come on, we how did he get this reputation when the guy really is where's what Warren Buffett is? He was a great acquirer and manager of businesses. Is like that mutual... what you do as a stock investor? No, I don't. Oh
2: okay. man, manage... running
1: Apple? Or no, you're not, uh, I don't.
2: Responsible for?
1: Hertz Tim Cook or... will not let me run the place. He knows better. <laughs> Even Elon Musk, who really doesn't know better, doesn't let me run his place. It's so it it's it really doing a disservice. To both Buffett and to investing, to say he's this great, brilliant oracle, it almost makes people think that there is somebody out there who can pick great stocks. No, he picks good companies to buy and then make better through his efforts or his people. And he efforts. holds them
2: holds them for a long time as well. By the way, I, I, I the the more recently I, did, I do believe I read something that said if you just owned U.S. large value companies in an index you did better than warren over a fairly long period of time and that's what he's been a value investor we could spend more time on that but what he's done don is number one he does invest right a
1: lot of people don't okay they don't save anything they don't send anything yeah aside. all okay. right all right you know, okay we can call him an investor from that he's an investor and
2: the other thing is he holds things for a long time and runs uh, he, them. Well the okay we'll give him credit for that but here listen to this number the typical investor that owns apple holds um. the company for less than 25 weeks
1: Oh you're kidding Seriously no. So
2: right well, oh, so that's just dumb. you guys are dumb Warren didn't really want to be an Apple investor, but one of his lieutenants said, "Hey, we really should own this company. doing pretty pretty well. Apparently, they they got phones and stuff that work, and computers that are operating, and now they got their own TV channel that's pretty good, that I like. But uh, they bought it and they held it, and it's worked. So, the power of compounding.
1: Yes. Right? Okay.
2: Things I will give him building. that
1: lesson. That is a valuable yeah. lesson.
2: It's because time, people forget about time when it comes to investing. Here's a couple of the numbers from this article I find fascinating. Should my daughter live to the year 2100, which I think is a possibility, born in
1: 2008. That would make her 92.
2: So imagine, so her dad would have been born in the mid-20th century. She'd be alive in the 20s. Anyway, it's kind of a weird thing to think about, but... If the Dow Jones, which I know you hate, and we'll talk about later
1: mm-hmm. for good reasons, by the way, you're putting me in a bad eight, mood.
2: <laughs> if it compounds at about eight percent a year, you know what the Dow will be by the year 2100?
1: Uh, non-existent.
2: <laughs> I knew that was coming. Ten, <laughs> That's my wish. The
1: Dow today trading at ten million five hundred forty-six oh,
2: thousand three hundred ninety-eight and fifty-two cents. All right. Some poor announcer is going to have to really work hard in the year 2100. And that's if it just sort of compounds at the, as I say, less than it's compounded at for the last 30 years.
1: Can I just so say the lesson from can Bob, I be grumpy again?
2: <laughs> Apparently you're going to. Whether the I say Dow
1: is so stupid. Why? 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 Media people. And I'm speaking to you at Como, too. Why can't why doesn't someone have the courage to say we are going to stand up to Dow Jones and company and stop quoting the stupid 30 stock Dow Jones Industrial Average, which isn't even an index. It's just adding up the prices of the stock and dividing them.
2: Yeah, it's kind of a silly, but you're stealing the thunder from next hour. That was supposed to be our top story next hour. Well, you mentioned it. This hour, we're supposed to go to the buffet and feed up on all those great value stocks that Warren has bought for so very long and held it. By the way, please don't write me because somebody just did last week. Yes. And said, well, how can this market be going up? Because the economy is not doing well. And Mm -hmm. they always put this in there. And Warren Buffett is on the sidelines.
1: You know, actually, there was a whole bunch of stuff in that previous thought of yours to unpack even more than that. (laughs) You forgot yeah. the whole value. We've heard from people oh, saying yeah, value stinks. You're going to steal and all and our and
2: stuff from I, a long time. If you well, but, you know, we're going to get all
1: the calls in the next hour anyway, so it all won't right. matter. Okay. That's what. That's the way it always happens. Indeed it
2: does. That we whine for, for a little while. I thought we were the whaling guys. We're the
1: whining guys We're the, now? We're the whaling. We're, we're whaling, whaling and whining. Whaling and whining. Whaling and whining. It sounds That's like all. a country western band. Hey, I'm whaling. He's wanted. Well, we could
2: get Como to change their format. Excuse me. We got some people that could play there. Choked myself. So up. <laughs> Warren Buffett, here's what you should learn. And by the way, another lesson to learn from Warren is he would tell you just go buy an index fund. He wouldn't even tell you to buy Berkshire Hathaway because he's he's admitted we had a great run, we're huge, it's going to be hard to maintain and beat an index fund over time.
1: And, dude, I'm 90. You think I'm still working at the same level I was at 80?
2: <laughs> exactly. That's not going to happen. So, again, yes,
1: save something. <laughs> yes,
2: invest something. No, I mean, it's more I'm than so glad a there's a doesn't moral doesn't do here. Well, I'm trying to get to a point because you are wandering around more than a meandering river right now. So compounding whaling is important. Whalen and and show. Wait. Would you like some cheese with that wine, sir? Wailing and whining. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna leave you hanging on that one. I gotta go get my uh, organ in here and play that or something. So oh, anyway,
1: please don't don't touch your organ. Exactly. Stay away the from the your organ. Don't touch it. Just lost Tom, and it wasn't his internet either. He just, just time the internet just fell go down. down. Save something. <laughs> Get the compounding.
2: <laughs> don't pick individual stocks. Don't time the market. Oh, I don't know what else can we say for Warren. Have ice cream every day and love your yeah. grandkids. And those and, things all worked and, out
1: too. And wish him a happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, I mean he did okay for himself. And we can't even go to the buffet now because uh, a, you can't have a buffet.
2: I drove. I by, bet Golden I Corral is outdoors... doing badly. I drove by a huge car show last night and all these hundreds of people standing right next to each other, not one mask.
1: Sounds kind of like the Republican National Convention. Uh,
2: about 2,000 people in the South <laughs> Lawn without a mask. Yeah. Like what, don't they have a guy that's saying, where's your mask? I don't know. So,
1: anyway, they, they, gets, they could have stopped at the Walgreens down the block and bought a couple hundred boxes of them. And- <laughs> it's right next there to the go, house chamber go, there. Here yeah, you
2: go. Here you go. Save something. Get compounding. Don't pick individual stocks. Don't time markets and use index funds. How's that?
1: Gosh, that was profound, Thomas. You like that? Well, yeah. I'm, I'm
2: stealing it from Warren Buffett. That
1: was really something. That was and, Oh, really and something.
2: the Dow Jones Industrial Average is silly and stupid index, because you put that in there. Well, I had to. And you it
1: mentioned is. it. It's stupid.
2: But we'll talk about the difference between that and the S&P 500. But you also soon.
1: mentioned the fact, though, and by the way, this you have in your first hour um, you mentioned the fact that Warren Buffett <laughs> yes. buys value stocks, the assets yeah. of undervalued companies. Now now what what's been the state uh, and we hear this a lot. Uh, value stocks just aren't doing very well. Why are we in these stupid value stocks when the gross stocks are doing better and you know the whole market's doing better than those dumb value stocks? Um, you know, they worked for Warren. did they stop working? Are they just done forever?
2: Well, they haven't stopped working. They just haven't done as well as growth
1: stocks.
2: Ah, see, look this at is a you. people always think it's one or the other, like that one working, that one not. Well, not, it's not that simple,
1: right? right? And we've told you this: you should own both and value stocks. Interestingly enough, have done in the last decade just what they did in the decade before when they had a wonderful run. The reason growth stocks look like they're doing better is because growth stocks, the ones with growing earnings, have done so much better in the past decade than they used to do. 16% compared to 9%. 16, as Tom said, 16% compared to 9% annually. I have to translate robot. Well, my (laughs) daughter
2: is in a robotic class. Ah. So um, not at this moment, hopefully. no. So, Yeah, that's a great takeaway, by the way, value versus growth. You should own both,
1: mm-hmm. right? And that's all we know. Well, no, but what we do also are what we what we believe. And it's, it's the stuff we know. We can only know what has gone before today. We cannot know what will come tomorrow. We can only know what has happened. And we do know, looking back 90-odd years, that over every 20-year period, value stocks, have outperformed growth stocks over every twenty-year period. Now there have been some rolling fifteen-year periods where growth has outperformed. But the funny thing- is, think it
2: through. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. You well, go I was ahead. just gonna say. I want to think buying it Buying stocks today. Yeah. Do you want to buy the things that outperformed over the last decade, or buy the ones that underperformed?
1: Oh, I am so glad you made me think that out. <laughs> Wait, I-, I choose the lower price one. No, you. I was going to say, you get the whole break to come
2: up with your answer if you want. And you can use a lifeline if you need to. Oh, did you watch that?
1: No, I did not. You did not? Oh, I watched the, uh, the miniseries Quiz on AMC, which is about the scandal on who wants to be a millionaire. It was really kind of cute. 855-935-TALK. Give us a call.
0: Tom and Don are talking real
1: money. At Vestry, we want to help everyone reach the best financial future. That's why we offer free meetings with our advisors with no obligation and no sales pitch. Set up yours today at Vestry.com or call 800-386-3004.
0: Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: You know, one of these days we ought to like charge money for people just to sit here and listen to us say stupid stuff during the breaks.
2: Oh, that's worth huge money, I'm yeah, sure. probably
1: is.
3: Hey I everyone, don't think so
1: my wife won't even listen. No. <laughs>
3: that's so sorry, it sorry. was so
1: funny. Oh, oh, I got to tell you. Okay, let me give you the phone number 855-935-talk 855-935-8255. Now together, um Tom and I have done 500, 600 talking real money podcasts. Not all of them are up there because some of the early ones is didn't it make it. Many? But it's I don't a think lot. It's that many. Well, okay. yeah, because I remember for the past couple of years we've been doing dailies. So okay,
2: we did I just had a guy come in the office in so listen to every one.
1: I think the official okay. count is four something, the official count, but there's a bunch that didn't make it.
2: I felt very guilty when he told me he'd listen to every one of yeah. them. Yeah. I said, no, well,
1: wow, that's and, and you Ooh, would think a lot. You would think that my family would be interested in listening to them occasionally correct every once, yes, every in, a while. once in a while yeah so yeah. yesterday my wife we sitting in the living room hanging out and she goes oh oh i listened to your uh, i listened to your podcast i said finally excuse me she excuse goes me? yeah i listened to the one about about uh, tom's mom i said <laughs>
2: wasn't even you that wasn't even your husband <laughs> that's funny that was the one she, hears.
1: she goes it was really good and oh, i went that's- thanks <laughs> and have you listened to any of the ones i'm on no very busy i hear you enough
2: <laughs> She sent me a very kind and uh, loving note from that, by the way. So it was very nice of Debbie to do that.
1: Oh, oh, fine. Now my wife. She always is. Now she's listening to your podcast and flirting with you (laughs) behind (laughs) my podcast. (laughs) podcast.
2: So call Don so you can feel better because you did that for me last week. I did. I did. You know, because
1: he was stomping out of the room because nobody was calling him. 855-935-TALK is that number in case you forgot. Oh, 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 oh. And by the way, don't forget to listen to the podcast on your favorite podcast service. Because every week we do, we take this show and we turn it into a podcast. And then we also do a couple of others. Over the next few weeks, it's only going to be four podcasts a week because Don's going to take his vacation in individual days. Because where can you go with COVID?
2: We can go to the national parks. Big write up in uh, the uh, Wall Street Journal today about how the attendance is way up. Yeah. Oh,
1: great. I want to be around a bunch of other people. <laughs>
2: exactly. You can, you can go going to the Sun Highway in uh, Glacier National and Park
1: and be there with 50,000 of your closest friends. Yeah. Don't want to. Thank you, though. Yeah. I mean, I don't even go into Chick-fil-A anymore.
2: I know. You drive through with a mask on, I
1: think. I do. I do. Yeah. Well, because I, I don't well, want to make you. anybody sick or make, you. make me sick. 855-935-8255. We're talking a little bit about the way... Most people invest, and it's wrong. We tend to invest in what we say to ourselves are the hot stocks or the hot sectors. For And we were talking about growth versus value. How over the past eh, 14 years or so, at least 10, growth-oriented stocks like Apple, which has these rapidly rising earnings, have outperformed value stocks, which are companies with – undervalued assets to their potential.
2: Well, and you got to be careful there. When we do this, we use a mathematical equation to determine. Because there's a lot of other people that say, oh, well, that's an obvious value. Boeing, that's an obvious value. Stocks had the worst Dow Jones industrial performance over the last year. We we use a mathematical – well, the academics we trust use a mathematical equation. And again, it doesn't mean – Because we don't like math that much. (laughs) It does. (laughs) trying to learn it it doesn't mean that one's going to do better i'm gonna have to go back to algebra again here for my seventh grader it doesn't mean that one's better than another it just means one has created a greater return over a long period of time that's it
1: and there is actually a very i love this about all of these what we call factors these investment factors like value tends to outperform growth over long periods of time or has tended to we have to be careful about our tenses small company stocks have tended to outperform large company stocks why and what oh i thought you're gonna do the profitability thing yeah I there's said. profitability too I, oh yeah but that one see that one's too obvious yeah. why do or why have small company and value stocks outperform they're yeah, more they're, they're risky riskier. yeah it's a duh thing oh you take more risk you make more money potentially and, and then profitability. The more profitable a company is, the better their stock has done. <laughs> really? That shocks Shocker. the heck out of me. Hey, you got you to gotta, you gotta call 855-935-TALK, 935 talk Tom
0: and Don are talking real money.
1: Did you know I wrote a book? Yeah, about 10 years ago, I wrote a book about investing. Financial Physics, with an F, How Money and Investing Really Work. It's a short read. It's a really easy read because, well, as you know, investing is way too easy to be this complicated. And it's been on sale for a long time at Amazon. I updated it in 2018 to a new version. But if you don't want to buy it, you can go buy it at Amazon. It's 10 bucks. But if you don't want to buy it, if you want it free, well, you can get it free two ways. One, you can get a PDF copy by going to TalkingRealMoney.com slash free, com slash free. If you don't put in the slash free, you can't find it. The other way is if you have an I device like an iPhone or an iPad or a Mac, you can go get an interactive version of the book, a special edition that I made that's actually interactive, that's got videos and motion and things going on. And that's also free. Just look for Financial Physics, F-Y-S-I-C-S, in the Apple bookstore or Apple books or whatever they call it now. Or go to talkingrealmoney.com slash free, talkingrealmoney.com slash free. And I guarantee you'll enjoy the PDF or the iBook or your money back. Check it out, talkingrealmoney.com slash free. Reality
0: radio for a really great future.
1: We're talking real money. Howdy, I'm Waylon. And he's a whining. Welcome to our little show. We're glad you could spend some time with us. All righty. Let me put that away. cause damn, Oh, I was going to say, you're going to keep playing actually... until somebody calls yeah. you? Is, that the, is that, that the thing? That is the punishment. <laughs> that is the punishment. Right. If you don't call us at 855-935-TALK, Don will That's play harsh. the five chords that he knows. Five <laughs> I think, chords. I think
2: I know five chords still from when I played five chords. 50 years ago. Hey, I just so. started.
1: I just started. Good point. This month, are you doing like one of those online courses? Or of something? course. What do you think it? I'm going to hang out with some real person? No way. I thought I thought and maybe Eric Clapton dropped by no, on weekends and was funny or something. The last time I took guitar classes was when I lived in Colorado. It's a long time ago. Um, I think my oldest daughter was in kindergarten, and the teacher I got, I all I wanted to do was learn to play some chords and strum. And this guy was trying to teach me the lead guitar part to dust in the wind. Dust and I'm going wind.
2: I yeah. can't make everything oh, move I've... that way. But
1: don't say don't I thought you said it was in don't I thought you said it was sing. in
2: Colorado. That's Kansas, isn't it?
1: Yeah, oh sorry. I knew something easy. similar would be coming. But I didn't know exactly what. But I'm pumped. Hello Appreciate again. Uh, welcome to Talking Real Money. I'm Don. That's Tom. Either and- the
2: either the guitar or the bad jokes <laughs> <or> the- continue <laughs> until you call. Yeah. Up to you. You make the call. Really.
1: And you should you were. should hear what his children have to say about his dad jokes.
2: <laughs> Notice they're not here. Nor yeah. do they listen to the. They podcast don't listen to the podcast.
1: Eight five five nine three five talk. I'm Don. That's Tom. I hate the Dow. Tom hates the Dow. Everybody should hate the Dow. The Dow is dumb. The Dow, dumb well, explain, industrial okay, explain what, average. how they
2: come up with the, the average. It's an this average. Well, and,
1: and that's what's important. Literally. It is literally an average, okay? I want to explain this to you. It is not an index like the S&P 500, which is the 500 largest companies in the United States By market capitalization, by value. In other words,
2: the number of shares outstanding times the share value, the actual size of the company, how big investors think the value should be. The Dow is none of that.
1: The Dow, one, One. the companies are basically chosen by committee. There is no rhyme, no reason, no particular qualification. It's like they go, I think this one fits better now. And still because
2: of they don't like oil they got rid of exxon they got rid of somebody else too they got rid of three yeah. right i mean can you believe they got rid of exxon Exxon was the, the biggest company in the world like till uh, two like, years till ago years or, ago yeah, some, some yeah something re- recent I,
1: I yeah throw and, them so anyway it's illogical right there to begin with in fact it's it's just this random bunch of i think that's the right word for it and random. it's not even very many stocks folks it's 30 stocks tom about how many stocks are there in the world well I, that you could trade? Yeah, you could tradable buy. stocks, tradable. 12,000, like 12,500, 12, yeah. something like that. A lot, a lot, more than 30,
2: right? Uh, yeah. yeah. It's not a good indicator. No, that no, way. no. And Yet then it gets, it gets most of the publicity.
1: And then here's how they arrive at it. I alluded to this earlier. They take the price of one share of each of the stocks in the average. They add them all together. And then they take that number and they divide it by a number. In fact, in 1928, the number by which they divided was 16.67. That makes total sense. Sure does. I'm on board with well, that. Well, wait, sure. though, because they have to adjust it for splits and dividends. Oh, yes, of course. So That's- In 2019, the divisor was 0.147. One, four, seven. It went from no. 16 to, to one, four, seven. point half. No, point yeah. less oh, than. Oh, got it. From 16 and a half to a half. Point. A point. Point five. Got it. Yeah. This Half a one. This is dumb. Do you know why they did it this way? Because they didn't have computers when the Dow was invented in 1896 by Charlie Dow, he had a adding machine. And he could add up the numbers and divide them.
2: How much money is invested in Dow index type funds? It's I guess that would be a, one question. It's
1: not an index.
2: I know. Sorry. How much money is invested in Dow thirty? There, There's got to be a product, right? No, I don't know. I think there is. All right, I'm gonna. Now you made me look. Okay. Well, okay, because we know that most people's money in the United States is in the S and P five hundred most.
1: Yeah, we do know that.
2: Well, they're the 500
1: biggest companies.
2: Yeah, and the reason, by the way, the Dow reared its large D head recently is the fact that they're taking people out, putting people in. You're laughing? Go ahead. Yeah,
1: there is a one, 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 one ETF that invests in the Dow. One. Okay. One. And only one. So... No, there's not a lot of money. All right, get the guitar out. See how close. 855-935-TALK. Call. We'd love to try and help you deal with some of these confusing money issues like, why do people keep quoting the Dow?
0: Tom and Don are talking real
1: money. At Vestry, we want to help everyone reach the best financial future. That's why we offer free meetings with our advisors with no obligation and no sales pitch. Set up yours today at Vestry.com or call 800 386 3004. For
0: your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: Here we go. <laughs> he see He's talking right until the show starts. It's just every time. 855. I can deny that because they heard he you. Real guy. They heard oh, okay. you. <laughs> I'll
2: I show you what a real guitar sound
1: like. That's all. You have no real guitar.
2: No, that was a real guitar on the, the back end of the uh, show. The, mine's an acoustic.
1: Oh, oh That was God. an electric. Oh, okay. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. Mine's a classical acoustic. It's right. not nylon strings. 855 935 I got nylon strings because they don't hurt my fingers as much. Gosh, guitars are killer. Um, as I said, there's only one. Dow ETF, period. It's the spider yeah. Dow ETF. Yep, yeah, of course. And I found a Dow Mutual Fund. You're gonna love this one. Ready? Give me the ticker. I gotta get some money into that. Right it's away. the Ridex Dow Jones Industrial Average Fund. Of course, Ridex would have that product. And of course they would. Uh, now it's an average it's the 30 stocks. That's all they own. They don't actively manage it or anything. What do you think Rydex charges every year to run that fund? 50 basis points. 1.68. How in the how
2: much money is in that? It can't be much.
1: Uh, That's a crazy number. That oh yeah. Please don't
2: pay more than $30 million. Okay, it's tiny. I oh, mean tiny. You don't pay more than
1: a half. 30 basis 30. points. I mean 20 on, I mean, a, on the, a on an index.
2: 1 point... they're just oh that somebody even at 30 million they're making a lot of money. They on
1: they that. really are.
2: That's kind of, of
1: I, I mean money. honestly, honestly that you just buy that mutual fund and it costs you more per year than it costs to hire most personalized investment advice providers for a fee yeah. and the cost of the portfolio. I mean I you get someone to help you, you get someone to do the planning. And you it's get a school. lot less
2: expensive.
1: I, I don't crazy. understand funds like this. Eight five five nine three five talk is the number, and we do have people on the line, so no more Don Guitar. Tina, Sorry. welcome to Talking Real Money.
3: Hi. I hope our connection is good because you've been coming and going as I've been listening.
1: That's Um, Tom's fault.
3: uh, Yeah. Um, i read about a tech stock, um, a tech company who has been in business since like the late 90s, and they developed a very successful product with their research and development, and apparently now it has been being used across the globe. They are now in the process of the R&D for a new application for the same industry. And they're trying to raise some funds for the R&D. They've raised $2 million of the three that they're looking for. And I was considering, and I haven't done full research on the company yet, but just from what I heard, it sounded like, you know, it was, an up, it was an upright company that ha, about taking some of my money from my Roth so I wouldn't have to pay tax and putting and somehow figuring out how to purchase some of that million dollar Tina? that they T- uh, Tina? are still looking for.
1: Yes. Tina? Tina? Are you interested in uh, uh, losing all of your money?
3: Well, I don't know. I, you know, I, I'm trying to do some thoughtful thinking about it. Well, so, no, no, but uh, I let's, really, I need it. you
1: to, you need to think about this very carefully. Are you comfortable losing 100% of your investment?
3: If I put twenty dollars to $30,000 into it, yes, I could do that.
1: Okay. Because that's the only way I would ever suggest anybody take a flyer like that. But because the reality of a, a situation like that is that most of, most companies with it, with an idea in tech, uh, particularly in this size of a company asking for only a few million dollars, almost all of them fail. Only a tiny, tiny fraction succeed and an even smaller fraction become Wildly successful. So the risks are incredibly high. And I can't, the risks, I got to tell you, the risks are higher than you taking that $20,000 and going to Vegas and playing craps. You have a better chance of success playing blackjack or craps or even slot machines than you do finding success with a high tech stock that's got an idea that is raising only $3 million. It just scares the little bit out of
2: me. to believe that too is just look at what's happened to small business this year. Look at the number of small businesses that are going to go out of business, good businesses that are going to go bye bye in twenty twenty. I got to tell you, I agree. If uh, only if you are ready to lose all the money, would I. Pay and anything and I don't dollars.
1: I don't believe in taking flyers with that kind of money. I, my my personal comfort level for taking a flyer is uh, probably forty dollars, like right around there. I'll call you next time we're maybe, looking for a maybe pizza oven. Uh, that's it. That's as far <laughs> as I would go. 855-935-TALK. Call anytime. And, Bruce, it's your turn. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, guys. How you doing? Good, good, good. Good. Thanks. Okay, good. So I wanted your opinion on the robo-investment funds like Charles Schwab's Intelligent Portfolios.
2: You know, I like I like them generally. I, I mean, there's they'd have one Betterment has one um, uh, Acorns has one. Well, front. I mean, they're general. They're generally diversified. They're generally low cost. And I think, you know, for smaller amounts of money to get people started, they make sense. I guess the question always is, Bruce, do you get it? Do you get? the asset particip- do are your assets being exposed to the things that we mentioned at the top of the show enough in other words enough small enough value enough international that's where the rub is and so when you get a little bit more money i'd say maybe even look at an uh, another way to invest that includes those but i think they do a very fine job they reinvest i mean it's it, it's all automated I, don and i have talked about acorns i think for 3 or 4 yeah. years yeah
1: we we've been actually generally big fans of them uh, unless somebody has some very specific needs that require uh, a, a personal advisor, because what you don't get with these companies is your own personal—they're always there for you—advisor. You get uh, right. you get a machine, and it's a good machine. I'm not I'm not uh, diminishing the value, but uh, there there there's a there's a place for these. There's a place for full-service advisors. The only people for whom there's no place in the industry are commissioned brokers. I think there's no place. And for
2: again, that. and again, I'd say for smaller amounts, because generally when you have a smaller amount, you don't need personal help. Right. When you get right. closer to retirement, you do to make those decisions. And we already know this because of the Vanguard study. Most of the, the help that an advisor gives you is behavioral. They keep you from doing bad things to your money. That can be very painful when you're near or in retirement.
1: And that's one of the things that robos do not do well. Is they do not keep you on track. They, if you decide you're, you're with Betterment or you're with Schwab, you decide, I can't, I'm like March. Oh, I'm too scared. I'm going to get out for a while. I'll get in when it feels better. They're not going to sit you down metaphorically and talk you down and keep you from doing what would have been an incredibly dumb thing. And it turned out it was an incredibly dumb thing. So we like them generally. There's always caveats for everything, for every part of the industry. But generally a good thing. Thanks, Bruce. Good question. Appreciate the call. 855-935-TALK. Um, ooh, man, oh, man. I'm, we're not going to make it. There's just no way. That's it. We can't carry it's on my over doctor. The we're not going to make it. Well, we can't, we can't. I can't get another call. He in, heard so. the
2: guitar and he said that's so enough. So
1: what we're going to have to do is continue that over to the next hour or the next day's podcast for those of you listening to the podcast.
2: And is our next chat up online?
1: No. 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 It's not. Okay. I'll no, I forgot to do that. Okay. I was going to turn the on okay. switch on. So don't <laughs> okay. mention it yet. Okay. But we'll have it. Shh mums oh, you know maybe like I'll do it say. during the top of the hour so wait a couple All of right. minutes I'll go switch it on uh we've got See, a new those class. Have been so popular yeah we're, love we're doing we're us, doing another uh, uh, a uh, encore edition of the new science of retirement investing and you'll be able to sign up for that in about five minutes or so at talkingrealmoney.com just click on the events button Tom and Don are talking real money. If you're sick of your self-interested financial advisor and are looking for a 100% fiduciary low-fee investment advisor, call my firm, Vestry, at 800-386-3004 or visit us at vestry.com.
0: Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: And as we speak, I am in the process of activating the next online class that we're doing coming up on, uh, uh, you know, I I think we're going to do it on the 16th. I just decided that I made an executive decision. We're going to do it on the 16th of September to give us a couple of weeks, get folks signed up and um, it's going to be free. And it's going to be easy and it's going to be called the new science of retirement investing, where we show you why we believe what we believe and how we think you ought to invest for a better future based on science, not emotions or hunches. So check it out in about five minutes at TalkingRealMoney.com. Click the events button
0: is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor.
3: Thanks for listening and please visit talkingrealmoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?